You're listening to Straight Note Chaser on Dogs by Nature. Yeah, I think uh, it was rainy, but I don't want to use that as an excuse. We're an outdoor football team. So, uh, you know, receivers by definition receive. We're going to throw plenty of balls to our running backs and our tight ends. So there's a, a standard that we expect. And that's something that they work really hard on. That's a pre-practice drill, a post-practice drill. Get a lot of work during during the uh, practice itself. And then I should mention, you know, we put a huge emphasis with our defense. We, we want these uh, tip balls and overthrows to turn into turnovers. Now, here's your host, my dad, Thelonious7. My Dogs by Nature family, I hope this transmission finds you well. My name is Thelonious7, and you're listening to Straight No Chaser on Dogs by Nature Radio. Coach Stefanski at the top of the show, courtesy of ClevelandBrowns.com. The press conferences today had a heavy tight end focus, and we heard from David and Joku, who faced a brutal line of questioning from the Cleveland media. You know me, I'm a huge fan of David and Joku. This guy ran to the defense of his brother, and he's the kind of guy you want in the trenches with you every day. But he faces a ton of questions. He's still a young player. He has a ton of upside. But Harrison Bryant is breathing down his neck. That guy catches absolutely everything. Additionally, the Mac Wilson saga takes a tragic twist. We appreciate the work that he has done, and it is definitely sad whenever a player goes down to injury. Wish him a speedy recovery from the Straight No Chaser Studios. But the questions are only increasing about that linebacking core. We miss Schobert and Kirko for sure. And with September 13th just a few weeks away, the time is taking for them to come up with a solution. Now, speaking of September 13th, this is the third in a series of our preseason outlook around the AFC North. And today we are joined by a Maryland sports fan named Matt Jurgensen. Matt Jurgensen writes for the Be More Sports Pub and hosts a Raven-based podcast. He can be found at Matt Jurgs on Twitter. Matt, welcome to Dogs by Nature Radio. Hi, this is Matt Jurgensen. I've been a fan of the Baltimore Ravens since day one in 1996, and I've been writing about them since 2007. You can uh, see some of my work at Baltimore Gridiron Report, Baltimore Sports at Life, and Russell Street Report. Currently, I'm doing a Ravens podcast with my good friend Brent Harris called Baltimore Blitz, which you can find at www.baltimoresportspub.com, as well as Apple Podcasts. Uh, Brent has covered the team for the last 25 years and has worked for Comcast Sportsnet and currently does the post-game show at 105 The Fan. While it's difficult to think about the beginnings of your franchise, it is great to have you on the show doing the Lord's work here. So without further ado, let's get into it. This 2020 offseason has been one for the ages. How well do you think the Ravens are responding to the new normal? What kind of tone is Coach Harbaugh setting as the organization adjusts to the changing landscape? Uh, I think John Harbaugh is as well prepared as any head coach in the NFL uh, to adjust to this new normal in a uh, COVID world uh, this season in 2020. Uh, Harbs is entering his 13th season as head coach. Um, One of the things that gives the Baltimore Ravens 
an advantage over so many other teams is their continuity. Uh, they pretty much keep the core intact from the offensive and defensive sides of the ball. They have a fairly balanced roster. Uh, some of the new additions, particularly on defense, should make them even more formidable, particularly up front. Um, the coaching staff, again, is intact. You had Greg Roman, uh, who engineered, again, that uh, record-breaking offense, and Don Martindale with a blitz-heavy defense. Both interviewed for head coaching jobs, didn't get them, and that's good news for Baltimore because they'll both be back. Um, this, again, is an organization that is known for its attention to detail. They're very flexible. And I think, again, if you listened over the offseason, John Harbaugh was very vocal about making sure to be able to adhere to the NFL guidelines uh, that are set forth in terms of practices. And, um, you know, now that we're in the midst of basically almost day three of, you know, hitting, um, I think the Ravens are probably just as prepared as anyone to get ready for uh, what hopefully will be a full season in the NFL. Well, I got a lot of respect for your coach, Harbaugh. <laughs> so not surprising to see the positive reviews coming out of the Chesapeake region regarding him. And really all around the AFC North, there's been lots of positivity around the coaching realm and the way that they're handling this uh, new normal in the NFL's changing landscape. Well, last week, I saw one of the most heartbreaking images in my Twitter viewing history, and that was J.K. Dobbins flexing in a hideous purple jersey. Talk to me about your draft class and the value you stole out of Ohio State University. Just how much better did you guys get with the 2020 draft? I absolutely loved this draft for Baltimore. Uh, I think top to bottom, they have a lot of talent. Uh, potentially could have a tremendous amount of all-around talent in terms of guys who are going to be able to contribute, whether it being a starter on special teams or someone that's going to be able to contribute on this team for a long time. Um, you look at the first round, Patrick Queen, he addresses an immediate need. Uh, he's a guy in the middle of the defense. Uh, C.J. Mosley left two years ago, big contract uh, with New York, and uh, you're going to have some issues replacing him last year. And I think Patrick Queen is going to step right in and be starter day one in the middle of the defense. J.K. Dobbins, of course, is a guy that is incredibly exciting on the offensive end. And, yeah, you talk about value. I mean, you know, the Ravens certainly didn't need a running back. Uh, they have a stable of running backs, Mark Ingram, Gus Edwards, Justice Hill. And uh, you see J.K. Dobbins there in the second round with pick 55. And there's no question you take him. Um, this is going to allow Baltimore in the future to basically, uh, you know, cut Mark Ingram, save $5 million next year, and basically just make J.K. Dobbins your bell cow running back. Uh, there's also some other intriguing options, too. Malik Harrison, of course, as another uh, linebacker on the inside is going gonna, is gonna, to uh, prove to be very interesting. Devin DuVernay, James Prochet, again, are going to add uh, some depth to a very young wide receiver core. Uh, they're both going to compete for uh, kick return, punt return duties. And Justin Matabuke, uh, as a defensive interior lineman, will be interesting to be with that, you know, that group with Brandon Williams, Derek Wolf, and Calais Campbell. Um, he should be able to do some things as well. So again, time will tell, but it'll be very interesting to see how this group pans out and what we might grade them, uh, let's say, five years from now. The Ravens do such a good job of drafting year in and year out particularly this year as they went to the Ohio State University. Uh, but it wasn't just the Ohio State University. The Ravens have been ahead of the curve ever since Ozzie Newsome established himself as one of the best GMs 
in the NFL. <sighs> Always about this time in the interview, I'm reminded of why I hate hearing from the greater Chesapeake region. I would like to hear you rank the quarterbacks in this division. Also, what did you think about the Mahomes controversy as the NFL named its best player? The AFC North is full of talent at the quarterback position. Um, that being said, you've got three Heisman Trophy winners. You've got a possible Hall of Famer. Um, a lot of talent there, but I think ranking them is fairly straightforward. I mean, number one, Lamar Jackson coming off of the MVP season. Uh, he is the ninth player to not only win the Heisman, but also win the MVP, joining guys like Cam Newton and Barry Sanders. Of course, uh, for him to take that next step, he needs to win a playoff game and uh, take this team to the next level. Number two would be Ben Roethlisberger. Um, again, coming off injury, he's 38 years old. Um, he's, again, a potential Hall of Famer. I think it's pretty clear he should get there. Um, and he's someone that I think people have wanted to count out the last couple of years. He's taken a lot of hits over the years. But um, he's someone you should never discount uh, when the game's on the line. Uh, number three would be Baker Mayfield. Uh, he certainly had a rough year last year. Uh, he was last in the NFL in touchdown and interception ratio. He's got a ton of weapons. Um Offensive line issues were plentiful last year, um, but he has had success. So he's going to need to bounce back to be able to take a team that has a lot of talent uh, to be able to take them to the playoffs. And fourth, you have Joe Burrow. Uh, he's a rookie. He's easy to put forth here uh, only because, again, he hasn't thrown a pass in the NFL. Uh, Cincinnati sees him as a long-term solution as they move on from Andy Dalton. And again, time will tell uh, what we see with him in the future. As far as the controversy with Patrick Mahomes, um, I really don't see it as much of a controversy. I mean, the NFL Top 100 is voted on by the players. This is what the players thought. I think most people would agree, and I would as well. Uh, Mahomes should have gotten the number one spot. Um, you know, you win the championship. Um, in addition to being a tremendous player, um, you, you should get that top spot. And, uh, you know, even though, again, I would, I'm happy that Lamar Jackson got it. I still think there's some things that he needs to do to be able to consider to be considered the best player uh, in the NFL right now. Matt Jurgensen can be found at Matt Jergs on Twitter. Matt, I completely agree with your answer and your assessment on the quarterbacks. I appreciate hearing your honesty about Lamar Jackson as well. As far as his season last year it was historic on so many levels it almost merits it by this alone uh, but that playoff monkey is becoming a real thing for Lamar Jackson well I believe and I want to emphasize how strongly I feel about this that there should only be one Hollywood in the AFC North will you agree here on this program that the true Hollywood is the one who produces the most in our head-to-head -head matchups in 2020 uh, in the Battle of the Hollywoods, you know, I actually had forgotten that there was a Hollywood on the uh, Cleveland Browns. I was immediately thinking Hollywood Henderson of the uh, 70s and of the uh, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, yeah, I think it would be fair enough to say that in a matchup of the Hollywoods, Marquise Brown and Rashard Higgins, whoever wins the head-to-head -head matchup, should be proclaimed the one and only Hollywood. Um, I, again, I'm probably biased, but I would put my money on Marquise Brown. Um, in his rookie year... Had a fairly solid season, uh, 584 yards receiving, seven touchdowns. Um, but again, we realized he was actually injured pretty much the entire year. Don't tell the Miami Dolphins that because he burned them. They're still looking for him at this point. 
Uh, Rashard Higgins, again, entering his uh, fifth year, um, probably the third receiver in this group. And again, you've got Jarvis Landry and uh, Odell Beckham Jr. So um, he has a potential, again, you know, to you know, be someone that can uh, get, get, get some of the attention on him uh, because of some of the other receivers. But um, right now, there's a tremendous amount of buzz around Marquise Brown. It seems like every week on Twitter, there is some new kind of video of him uh, doing some kind of ungodly uh, training routine. Uh, he's a possible number one receiver, and he could be the guy really to pair with Lamar Jackson for the future. You know, I know right now in Baltimore, Mark Andrews, a tight end, really is the top uh, target. But... You know, they really want to try to get the wide receivers going. That's one, you know, negative of uh, this Baltimore offense is that the wide receiver group, uh, you know, was was underutilized and really did not produce as well as maybe they could have. But I think Brown is really poised out of any of these in the offense to have a breakout season in 2020. You make an incredible case for Mr. Brown. But in Cleveland, we only know one Hollywood. I think it's the fan favorite all day. It is Hollywood Higgins, but in the words of the great Richard Pryor. So, how close do you think this team is to hoisting the Lombardi Trophy? Do you think that Lamar Jackson will be able to respond more effectively in his next playoff opportunity? This team is right there to hoist the Lombardi in 2020. Um, right now, you'd have to think that it's Baltimore and Kansas City as the as a two-team race in the AFC. Um you know, I'm really excited about the defensive acquisitions they've made, Calais Campbell in particular, uh, again, drafting Harrison and Queen. Uh, you know, Baltimore really tries to address the issues they had with stopping the run, uh, particularly, again, it was exposed against Derrick Henry in the playoffs. Um, this was a defense that was a top five defense. They have a chance to be even better. They boast one of the best secondaries in the NFL. And the offense was history making. I mean, you know, in terms of running the football having a unique talent like Lamar Jackson. Um, again, they've got to continue to show more success in the pass game. Jackson have to be able to, again, get a little more accuracy on his deep ball as well as on the out patterns. And um, it'll be interesting to see what they can do to kind of top what they did last year. So you have two sides of the ball that can be, that can be almost elite level. And uh, again, you got one of the best kickers in the game in Justin Tucker. So, I mean, you know, the, the, the opportunity is there. Um, certainly when it comes to Lamar Jackson, the next step for him is to win a playoff game. I know when you look at quarterbacks, you know, the, the best quarterbacks are usually associated with those that win and particularly those that hoist championships. Um, it's not all that easy. I mean, you can take a guy like Drew Brees, who's 8-8, eight and eight, or a guy like Dan Marino, who is 8-10. and 10. So you can still have be a great quarterback and not win, but you're not really considered in that conversation unless you can hoist the hardware. So that's going to be the next step for Lamar Jackson. And uh, again, in order for him to uh, kind of move on from the Baltimore faithful, I mean, Joe Flacco, he had his issues in the regular season, but he was 10-5 and five in the playoffs, and he got the ring. So that's the next step for Lamar Jackson in his development. 
Matt, thanks so much for taking your time to share with us here on Dogs by Nature Radio. I appreciate hearing your perspective. And really, it wasn't as painful as I thought it might be. But we haven't heard your parting thoughts yet. Once again, this is Matt Jurgensen. You can find me on Twitter at Matt Jurgs. Uh, again, I am co-host of the Baltimore Blitz with Brent Harris. You can find it again at www.baltimoresportspub.com and also on Apple Podcasts. And uh, thanks for having me. And um, hey, here's to uh, a hopeful full 2020, not just the season, but the playoffs as well as uh, we try to navigate what has been a very difficult time for everybody. Uh, Here's just some football. Enjoy, everybody. Wow, what a gracious ending by Matt Jurgensen. And really an incredible job all the way around. It had a little bit of a (laughs) scary start, but even though this originates from the Crab Cake Capital, this is truly excellent work, and we appreciate you taking your time to share it with us here on Dogs by Nature Radio. Well, with that, we'll put this one in your books. Thanks for taking time out of your schedule to make Dogs by Nature Radio a part of your day. Well, that was your dose of the straight truth. You've been listening to Straight No Chaser. I am your host, Thelonious7 on Dogs by Nature Radio. Take care and go Browns.